If you're a pro, you know that this is not efficient because you know there's a better way. There's also a better way to save. When pro customers buy building supplies in bulk at Lowe's, they save up to 20% every day. Buy in bulk and save up to 20% on concrete, gypsum, and gypsum accessories. At Lowe's, buy more, save more. Visit the Pro Desk or Lowe'sForPros.com for details. Discount applies to contractor pack items. Minimum purchase required, U.S. only. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Marcus Mosier of Bleacher Report. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And once again, I'm joined by the one and only Landon McCool. You can follow him uh, on Twitter at McCoolBTB. You can listen to his podcast, the How About Them podcast. You can also listen to him uh, on the Blogging the Boys podcast. Landon, how are you doing today, sir? I, I'm not surprisingly podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> not, so, not a shock at Yeah, all. not really a shock. Yeah. All right, so this Monday edition of the Locked on Cowboys podcast is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Just make sure you use that promo code Locked on at MyBookie.ag. Uh, on today's show... Landon and I are going to preview tonight's game, the Cowboys and Cardinals matchup. Uh, we're going to present our five keys to victory. Uh, but before we do that, uh, I just wanted to give you guys, a listener, a few updates heading into that game. Uh, on Saturday, it was announced that Nolan Carroll and Chidobia Wuzier uh, have both been ruled out of this contest, meaning that Orlando Skandrick, Anthony Brown, uh, Jordan Lewis, and probably Ben Wickery is going to be the four cornerbacks, right? It's, ben Wickery is probably going to be that fourth guy, I would have to assume, correct? Um, yeah, I mean, unless they really liked uh, what Xavier Woods did, they could make him that fourth corner. They could. And on the Cardinals side, uh, wide receiver John Brown and uh, left tackle DJ Humphreys have been ruled out as well. Uh, guard Mike Upati and uh, linebacker safety hybrid Dion Buchanan are both game time decisions. Let's go ahead and jump into our first key of the game, which is going to pretty be pretty obvious in this contest, and it's one of the big things that the Cowboys always need to do, and that's get pressure on Carson Palmer. Uh, Palmer is one of the biggest rhythm quarterbacks in the league. He struggles with pressure, especially right up in his face. Uh, last week against the Cardinals, or excuse me, against the Colts. He had just a 30-passer rating uh, when under pressure. I, throughout his career, there's been a massive difference from when he's under pressure uh, from when he's not. He's just not a very mobile guy. He struggles with any kind of pressure in his face. Uh, and that, I think he's like 38 years old. I, I would think if the Cowboys can get any kind of inside pressure against some of their guards, they, they don't have a very good offensive line, and especially with the injuries. Uh if Malik Collins and Stephen Paya can create pressure, I expect them to have a big game. What are you looking for for the Cowboys to do to create pressure? Do you anticipate them blitzing a lot to try to get Palmer off rhythm, or do you think they're going to just play their traditional four-man defensive line and try to win that way? I mean, I think that they're definitely going to try and go traditional and see if they can get pressure that way. But I also wouldn't be surprised um, if they decided to uh, press 
more in in the the blitzing aspect of the game. Um, despite the fact that that if you look at the numbers, Carson Palmer is good against the blitz. Um, I, I think that without David Johnson as an outlet receiver, um, I just I think that they're the threat of blitzing them is is uh, is lessened to a certain degree. So I I just feel like the 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 risk there is is lessened. Um, but I, I just I think that they should be able to get pressure with their front four as as is. I mean, hopefully, just because of the state of their offensive line. Uh, specifically, I mean, it sounds like it, it you, like you mentioned, Humphreys is definitely out. So that means Wetzel is going to be their starting left tackle and former um, cowboy. Yeah, and 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 there's a reason he's a former cowboy and not a current <laughs> cowboy, and um, that's because he was cut at one point. I mean, this he. I mean, I liked him when he was on the team, but I didn't like him as my my starting left tackle this year. Um, no. So I, I I think I think there's opportunity for the Cowboys. Um, the the right tackle isn't you know isn't much better anyways. So I, I think that Jared they, Valdir. Yeah, Valdir is you know he's he looks. I mean, they moved him to left tackle like like he wouldn't have the same. I mean, they moved him from left tackle to right tackle like like he wouldn't have the same problems on the right side, and he does. So uh, you know. I just think that they're going to try their best with their front four, and then they shouldn't feel afraid. They shouldn't be afraid uh, to to throw in some blitzes here and there, um, even though normally, like I said, Palmer's numbers against the blitz are, are pretty good. Yeah, and let's move on to our next key, which is the Cowboys have got to protect Dak Prescott. In the last matchup against the Broncos, uh, Prescott was pressured, I believe, 22 times. Um, that was the most that they've charted in one single game this year. Pro football focus, excuse me. Um, the Cardinals have a similar defense in terms of what they're going to try to do. They've got the man-to-man corners, and they've got the edge rushers and Chandler Jones and Marcus Golden. Their biggest problem is up the middle. They don't really have anybody in the middle of their defense that is particularly good. Um, So if the Cowboys can protect Prescott, and the guy that I'm really worried about is Chandler Jones, but that's a guy that Tyron Smith should be able to handle. If they can protect Prescott, I'm not worried about the Cowboys offense because they should be able to move the ball even against this pretty talented defense. Do you have any concerns or worries about the Cowboys offensive line against the Cardinals pass rush? Well, I mean, I think this doesn't all come down on the offensive line. I think some of this comes down on, uh, you know, some of your more normally more reliable um, man beater wide receivers uh, not getting open. I mean, namely Cole Beasley. I I think you need you need a guy who is going to, a man beater who's going to get open early in the route. I think that's been the issue with trying to use Witten there is that Witten can take a little while, especially if you're being blitzed to to kind of get into his option routes to get open. Beasley is usually the guy who wins right away and and can, you know, catch the ball immediately if there is a blitz or if something weird is is there, he can usually find a way to, to get open or find a, find an opening in the zone um that and and you know, get a completion, get a, an easy pass. I I think the key thing here is is not only getting um getting the ball out of his hands quickly to, to receivers. But I also think that, you know, again, a lot of what happened with Denver had to do with uh, with game situations. So if the Cowboys mm. don't want to get into a, a situation where they're having to pass and having to face a defense that knows that they're throwing the ball, uh, the, the, best, the best situation for the Cowboys is to keep the game in, in a 
situation where they can remain balanced and and that way they don't necessarily have to worry about uh you know facing a a a clear passing situation where you know they can either dial up exotic blitzes or send their pass rushers uh into peer, uh, <laughs> ears pinned back uh when 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 you know really the game should be a situation where they're still guessing at, at the snap whether we're running or passing and and that kind of back and forth should keep them off balance and allow for success in both the passing and the run game but if we get one dimensional it's just it's just like we want to make them one dimensional if they get us one-dimensional they can be a very difficult uh defense to go against maybe not quite you know denver level but i mean they still have like you mentioned the the uh, accoutrement of a defense that can that can uh that can stop the cowboys if they if they allow themselves to become one-dimensional so we're going to get to our predictions at the end of the show but if you are a degenerate like me you already know what this line is on this game and it's cowboys by two and a half so I will be taking the Cardinals plus two and a half in this game. If you like to bet as much as I do, I suggest that you go to mybookie.ag. MyBookie has been in business for years and their rep is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses. So off the bat, you're making money for doing absolutely nothing. And they have the fastest payouts. Seriously, just two business days and you will get your money. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that has been good to me in the past. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to mybookie.ag. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and an all-new mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. If you join now, mybookie will match your deposit with an up to 100% bonus. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Take the Cardinals plus two and a half. All right, let's move on. You like how I slid that little prediction in there for you, Landon? It's about as much who you, uh, where you bet as as who you bet, uh, as as I'm told, Marcus. So uh, you, thank goodness you're sticking with mybookie at AG. So that 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 pick <laughs> uh, the Cardinals is uh, not going to hurt so bad when you uh, get. 100% cash bonuses. That that helps out. Thank you. You're so good at this. All right, so let's let's move on and talk about making the Cardinals one-dimensional because that's something we, we just got done talking about on the Cowboys' side of the ball. They cannot be a one-dimensional offense. They can't just pass the ball because they will get in trouble. They have to play complementary football. Um, on the other side for the Cardinals, because of the loss of David Johnson, they are, they've been forced to pass more in the last game and a half. Now, on last Sunday when the Cowboys played the Broncos, we kind of talked about that the Cowboys cannot allow Trevor Simeon to get comfortable and play off play action and all that kind of stuff, and that's exactly what happened. I don't love the Cardinals' rushing attack, but if you can, just kind of like we talked about before, if you can get them into long third downs where they the Cowboys can pin their ears back and get to the quarterback – they should be successful that way. I'm not worried as much about the running game. Uh, they just have, I, I, I mean, I really think a below average stable of running backs with Kerwin Williams. I think Chris Johnson's probably going to get the most touches in this game. Yeah. Andre Ellington. It, it's not a great unit, but you want to see the Cardinals in a lot of third and eights, third and nines uh, on, on Monday night. So, what do you think the keys are for the Cowboys to make sure that they make the Cardinals a one-dimensional offense tonight? Well, I mean, I think you said it. Like, I mean, frankly, this is not a great offense right now. I mean, without David Johnson, um, you know, 
Carson Palmer is at a stage in his career where I just don't think that he has the talent to create, uh, you know, magic on his own. Um, and I think that, you know, they've had to kind of re shift how they want to attack defenses because of, of the loss of David Johnson. I mean, it, it's a lot like how, you know, the Cowboys would have to kind of readjust their, their thinking if, if Zeke went, were not part of the team. So, mm. um, I think that, you know, this is a defense that, uh, this is an offense that the Cowboys defense, uh, should be able to make one dimensional and, and and should have some success again against. I, I think the key thing is 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 you know they they have shifted seemingly uh, you know away from necessarily just trying to give the ball to to they've they've done kind of what I suggested the Cowboys should probably do if if they lose Zeke and and that is not just shift the onus of his touches and his importance of the off in the offense to the next running back because I think that's unfair because I think you know right. I mean whether it's Chris Johnson for them or Alfred Morris or Darren McFadden for us I think it's unrealistic to think that okay well we are just gonna put this guy in there and expect similar production I think what you have to do is kind of reconfigure how you you uh you assemble the percentages of your of your offense you know you, you might have to give uh, uh Beasley a few more touches you might have to give Dez a few more touches uh in order to kind of get similar production and I think what they've done is is they've taken um Larry Fitzgerald and they've you know they try to use him a little bit more in the short middle of the field uh on first and third downs and and, and try to like you know get use him as a kind of a a supplement for uh for a short short running or running game essentially um and not completely but but in certain aspects so i i my point is that i think that it's going to be really important for the linebackers to have a bouncing bounce back game here because um you know the run the running attack the running backs uh they will definitely you know they're, they're professional running backs. If if provided, they've got uh, a lot of speed. They've yeah, got a if, lot of speed. If, at they, running back. If, if, if they're provided lanes, then they can run through those lanes. I don't know how many tackles they're going to break, but but they're going to be able to get yards if they're there. So they need to make sure that those yards aren't there. And then off of that, they need to make sure that they've got their heads on a swivel. That you know that they're not getting uh, slants coming in their zones. They need to continue to like you know be solid in pass coverage uh you know they kind of slipped up little joke there slipped up uh a little on last <laughs> last week but but i think that um you know i expect a bounce back game from sean lee and jalen smith and all the linebackers that are going to be in the game uh, tonight yeah so let's go on to our next one which is if the cardinals can't run the ball you can expect that Bruce Arians is going to dial up the downfield passing attempts because that's just the way he he's always coached. In Indianapolis with Andrew Luck and back in Pittsburgh with Ben Roethlisberger, he loves to throw the ball down the field. The Cardinals already have 11 passing plays over 20 yards this season, so they're not afraid to chuck the ball down the field. Now, it's going to hurt them a little bit that John Brown's out of this game, but they still have a really good deep threat in J.J. Nelson. Uh, he's very small. He's, I think, like five foot eight, 156 pounds. Uh, I call him the blogger uh, type of receiver, very, very little. Um, so expect Nelson to get his chances down the field. Now, the one thing with him is he is very, very inconsistent in his hands. So he might get open a couple times and he might drop a couple ones. But 
the Cardinals are going to take their shots down the field. And the Cowboys have to be prepared. And I think with Dallas likely going to have a bunch of young cornerbacks and secondary players in this game, they're going to be tested early and often in this game. So how do you think the Cowboys can try to limit passing, you know, the deep passing plays? For the most part, in the last few years under Rob Marinelli, they've done a pretty good job at not giving up the big plays. But what do you think the overall strategy will be in this game to protect those deep passing plays? Well, I mean, I think that, listen, the Cowboys, if the Cowboys defense has done one thing, it's limit deep passing. Like, that's one thing that you can, that I think we can agree that the Cowboys defense has done pretty good. Um, remember how bad they used to be? I, I just got done watching that Santana Moss game from like what two thousand three. Well, remember I think yeah. I mean, I think a lot of that had to do from you know with with blown coverages and 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 just not you know keeping th- look not for nothing. But since Marinelli's taken over, <clears throat> he has at very least erased a lot of the deep play uh, ability uh, against this defense, and and I think that that's why I really think that this is is maybe a, a bad. A bad matchup for for uh, for Arizona without David Johnson because uh, you know they're gonna want they're gonna want to be able to I mean the whole way that they want to move the ball down the field is through is through kind of chunk plays and and JJ Nelson I mean you know he, he of the reigning offensive you know player of the week uh, after his performance against Indianapolis I mean I I yeah, he. He has that kind of teleporting speed, but I also think that you I mean you talk about the inexperience of the Cowboys secondary. I mean, even with the inexperience, the Cowboys secondary has not been let, you know, allowing deep passes. Now, <clears throat> is that all about their coverage? Is that about the scheme? Is that about the, the uh, improved uh, ability of the pass rush, or at least the improved pr- productivity of the, the pass rush? I think it's probably a blend of all those things. But I, I, my point is, is that. I think this. I mean, I think this is kind of a bad matchup for for uh, for Carson Palmer without David Johnson because with, they're not the Cowboys are likely not going to feel the need to come off of their of their two deep man shell or at least the kind of defense that's not that's gonna. Um, prevent deep passes because <clears throat> there's nothing that Arizona is going to do that's going to threaten the defense enough to make them sure. drop a, an extra man down in the box or to um you know not be in a too deep shell or not be in a, in, in like you know cover four off or you know <clears throat> not going to be in a situation where they're allowing that so I think that it, without David Johnson there to to threaten the defense that way as a runner and as a receiver, you know, as a as an outlet receiver, when you when you have to, to kind of make these zones pay for uh, playing off so far, um, I just think that I just think that it's it's a it's going to be tough sledding. Even if you get the ball to Larry Fitzgerald, it's not like Larry Fitzgerald is the kind of elite yards after catch receiver that he that he used to be. I mean, he's he, at he's least very not, similar to Jason Witten at this point in his career. Yeah, and they very, they really do the same role. Yeah, they exactly. Really they're reliable. They could be third down conversions. You have to watch out for them on third down. But they're but if you're running your offense through them, then that then you've got a problem because you're you're probably not scoring at a rate or or converting at a rate that's sustainable or going to be at the same speed that your your opponent is. So. I just think that with, without without using if they focus on allowing JJ Nelson not allowing JJ Nelson get deep behind them, 
and they just will keep everything in front of them. I just don't know how the Cardinals are going to score a ton of points. And then the, the whole game really becomes about can the Cowboys score points on the defense. Right. And I think this is a game that the Cowboys have to force Carson Palmer to turn the ball over. And they've got to capitalize on the chances they get because he's going to give them a couple opportunities. I have no doubt about it that he's going to throw them a couple passes that they need to make plays on. But Well, he's going to need to. I mean, that's the thing about it is that I just – that's that's the problem with, with the way the offense is constructed. Is It's not that he's a bad quarterback. He's got to take chances because otherwise how are they going to move the ball, Marcus? Right. Like I, I don't even yeah. know how they do it, you know? Well, if you are a fantasy football player or DFS player, I feel like this is going to be a huge Larry Fitzgerald game. Not in the sense that you think he's going to have a ton of yards, but it will not shock me if Fitzgerald ends this game with eight or nine catches. Because I agree. I just don't know who else they're going to throw the ball to consistently. Uh, it's I like Nelson, but he's not a a reliable receiver by any means. They're going to start Jerome Brown as the other outside receiver with Fitzgerald in the slot. So Gresson will get some targets, I'm sure, but I mean he's just now coming back. <laughs> you know, we we don't know how he'll react, and, and, and his I don't know the receiving ability has really you know, dropped so in the last that two he's years. Yeah, worth noticing, really. So, all right, and our last point that I want to talk about is the. Kind of just overall the receiver cornerback matchup on the Cowboys. When the Cowboys are on offense and the Cardinals are on defense, um, I spent all day on Friday rewatching every snap of Dez and Peterson uh, in their last two matchups. And I can tell you for one thing, Peterson is going to try to make this a bar fight at the at the line of scrimmage. And this is why he's played so well against Bryant is he gets his hands up in Dez's head neck area. And he's not afraid to take a couple penalties early in the game because it know, he knows it's going to frustrate Dez. He's not afraid of getting beat over the top. Uh, their safeties like to play close to the line of scrimmage. They're going to blitz Tyron Matthew a lot. So expect Dez to be in a battle with Peterson all game. Where the Cowboys need to capitalize is with that other cornerback. It's going to be Justin Bethel. Uh, he's going to be the other cornerback opposite of Peterson. Now, we're not sure how healthy Terrence Williams is. You know he practiced on Saturday. Well, He's probably going to try to play it tonight. Uh, but he's the one that really na- needs to make the big plays on offense. He Bethel has not been very good so far. He's been one of the most targeted uh, cornerbacks so far. He's one of only a few cornerbacks to give up at least two touchdown receptions so far. Um, he's really the biggest weakness on that defense. He might kick inside in nickel situations depending on uh, who's inside. Expect Tyron Matthew to try to stick with Cole Beasley. But yeah, they've got to try to make their big plays against Justin Bethel. Give me some of your just overall thoughts on the Cowboys receivers against the Cardinals cornerbacks. Well, I think it would help them more and more to figure out a way, especially if Bryce Butler is healthy enough to get some snaps in there, to uh, try to spread them out in four wide receiver looks. Because I I just think that even with – I mean – and and again, I, I hate to ask, but do you know who's coming in for them as their fourth in their dime packages as their fourth uh, corner? Is it Buda Baker? Yeah, so they used a little bit of Buda Baker uh, in the last game. It, not very much. They have Tremont Williams, who's been playing a few snaps for them. They've really got four safeties in Antoine Bethea, Tyron Biranch, Tyron Matthew, and Buda Baker. 
it, I don't know if they figured it out yet. There, it yeah. seems like from when I watched the Colts game, they're they're trying to figure out who their best five are, and they have no idea what the best combination is yet. I kind of think that we should, uh, you know, really make them figure it out because I I think that you know if you get them in four wide and and and, and the, I want to see who they have lining up uh, against uh, Bryce Butler, and I want to see who they have them lining up against Ryan Switzer. And then let's let's exploit that matchup for a little bit, you know, and and see and see if we can win in, in the in the maybe even in the short passing game that way. Um, <clears throat> I just want to see like how they plan on 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 playing the the the, the Cowboys. Um, you I know, would like on, to see them try to get Buda Baker matched up with Butler. I that's what I would love to see them. Yeah, do because, because if, if that's like, what they do, you, that's a mismatch, and I think that I think that we could find ways to exploit that for sure. And yeah, I think there's no, no, no matter who it is, like the you could find a mismatch there with that fourth guy. So I just I I think that in this in this situation, let's let's spread them out a little bit. I think Dak will be, you know especially maybe not the whole game, but I think in a couple parts in the game just to kind of see how they react and see if we can get like a a favorable matchup and see if we can exploit it a little bit. All right, that's it for today's show. This edition of the Locked on Cowboys podcast was brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Get into all the action with MyBookie.com where they will match your deposit up to a 100% bonus. Make sure you use that promo code Locked On. Hey, we forgot to do predictions. Let's go ahead and do them real quick. All right. Who do you think wins this game? I, I, I tend to think that the Cowboys uh, are going to win because I mean, just they're going to bounce back off of that tough loss. I mean, I, I do think that this is a, a tough game just because the opponent is 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 really good at de- on defense and, and they are a similar type of matchup, but I just don't think um, <clears throat> they have the same kind of uh, ability to stop the run up front, and I think the Cowboys' offensive line is going to be angry and ready to eat, and I just don't know that the Cardinals' defensive line is going to be able to do enough, and, and that Arizona's offense is going to be able to do enough to, to stop what comes in. So I think the Cowboys win, and uh, I, I I think that I'll take the points even on that too. Have I got both these games right but so far? Did I predict the Giants were going to win in, in I week doubt one? It. I don't I remember really that. Doubt, I really doubt that you picked the <laughs> Cowboys to win the Giants game. I, I, I doubt it. Uh, I, I'm struggling with this one because I think it's going to be a lot closer than what people think. I know Cowboy fans and a lot of Cowboy media expect the Cowboys to walk in here and blow them out. Uh, I just don't think that's going to happen. I, I think it's going to be a close game that comes down to the fourth quarter. Those injuries, I, I mean, listen, those injuries are tough. Like, that's what I think people are forgetting is th- th- they have a bad right tackle, and then their only good tackle is hurt. Like, that's that's rough. And, and when your whole game plan is throwing the ball deep, and now you also don't have that the guy who makes your outlet – uh, you know, outlet like the the main focus of your offense. Like, I mean, that's just that's a tough combination, Marcus. That's why I mean, I think you're right that the Cowboys the the defense is a weird matchup there. But I I if we're talking about like the weaker matchup of between these two, like the, the Cowboys, the Cardinals offense versus the Cowboys defense, I feel better about the Cowboys defense just based on scheme. And personnel at this point because I just don't know what Car- I, I don't know what this offense is doing now that Dave that David Johnson's gone. Yeah. All right, you convinced me. The other reason why I'll go with the Cowboys is I think two players are going to have massive games. The first one is Ezekiel Elliott. I think after all week of people criticizing Ezekiel Elliott for 
uh, not hustling and playing poor in that game and calling him fat. I don't know who would ever call Ezekiel Elliott fat. I think that is no. going to be – that's a joke. Who would do that? Uh, I, I think this is – I don't know, some awful person. Uh, follow him at Marcus underscore Mosher. <laughs> um, I, I just think this is going to be a big game for Zeke. I think this is going to be the first game in a while that you're going to really see him run angry. And the second guy I think is going to have a huge game is Sean Lee. I, I've never seen Sean Lee play so poorly as I did last week. Uh I'll, I'll bet that you're going to see a bounce back game for him. So I will pick the Cowboys in a close one. Let's, let's say 20 to 19 in, in a close, low scoring game. How do you feel about that? I actually picked the Cowboys. You should be happy for me. Right? I, I am. I'm glad I, I made a mark. All right. Awesome. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Hit us up with a five-star review if you so choose. Leave a review in your Twitter handle, and you will be eligible to win a free Pro Football Focus Edge subscription. We'll be back on Tuesday after the game to discuss some of our initial impressions, hopefully celebrating a win. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.